0: Welcome to the No More Late
1: Feast podcast. I'm Jackie. And I'm Danielle. And we're just two best friends and ex-blockbuster employees re-watching some of the best and worst movies from the late 90s and early 2000s. This week, we are talking about the 2002 Kung Fu comedy, Kung Pao, Enter the Fist, with fellow former Blockbuster employee and dear friend of the podcast, McDonald. Welcome, Andrew. Hello. Hi. We hope it's not the last time that Andrew joins us on this show. I
2: think that's up to you guys at this point.
1: It was, you know, Andrew put us in a situation. <laughs> he put us in a situation because he picked this movie out of all movies. But you know what? Jackie and I need to start getting more comfortable with, you know, we're going to start getting to a point where we're, we'll have to start doing movies that we are not interested in in any form or way
0: so this is true so
2: you want me to pick more movies yeah. <laughs> I,
0: I think we need a redeeming episode with you yeah and then we can move forward from
1: there we just have a segment that calls that's called andrew picks the movie and we'll know Ooh, good. but before we dive in let's get into some housekeeping. housekeeping if you love the
0: podcast and you want to support us here are a few ways that you can did you know writing a review and or reading us helps us get more listeners? If you want to be featured and help us grow, head to Apple and leave us a five-star review. Please, please leave reviews. <laughs> it helps us get on. Apple's what charts. Yes. The charts. <laughs> it just really helps us. And it warms our hearts to see that we're entertaining people a little bit. And don't forget while you're there
1: to subscribe to the show. That means that you'll get notifications immediately when a new episode drops. And you can do that on Apple or if you're a Spotify listener or whichever platform you use to listen to the podcast. Even on YouTube. Even on YouTube,
0: yeah. I uh-huh. And if you like what you hear and want to support us further, head on over to Patreon and you'll receive exclusive content, stickers, lives, and access to our Burned Ots Spotify playlists when you become a Patreon bestie. Visit patreon.com slash fees to join us today.
1: So let's dive into Kung Pao. <clears throat> Writer and director. Steve O'Dakirk acquired. Is that how you say his name?
3: I
2: actually I thought it was Odenkirk, but I think you actually probably said it right. O'Dakirk, yeah.
1: writer and director Steve O'Dakirk acquired the little-known 1976 Hong Kong karate flick Savage Killers. Then seamlessly, plen- <laughs> I'm Sorry, when they said seamlessly, then <laughs> see, <laughs> it's already starting then seamlessly blended portions of the movie with new material he directed to create a wild, off-the-wall comedy feature film. Kirk wrote, directed, and stars in Enter the Fist, placing himself digitally into the old film, redubbing the characters as well as shooting new scenes. The movie stars Steve Odukirk, Jennifer Tung, and Leo Lee. As I said before, it's directed and written by Steve. You can watch it by renting it on YouTube, Apple, Google, and Redbox, but I have a feeling there's a few people listening who have it on DVD.
2: I think oh, there's okay. a few of those out
1: there. I know y'all are out there for sure.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> well, can we just talk about the wonder that is Steve Odeckerk for a
1: second? <laughs> I think it should.
0: Because I was like, this guy must have just done this and nothing else. No, no. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. He is a pretty prolific screenplay writer. He wrote the screenplay for East Ventura 2 when Nature Calls. Okay. Mm-hmm. He's responsible for the Jimmy Neutron movie. Yeah. I'm trying to remember the other Thumb Wars. Oh uh, well, we, we don't need to talk about.
1: <laughs> no, we, we we should we should talk about his entire I mean, filmography. Is Wars.
0: It, it, It's interesting. To it's very to. eclectic. <laughs> oh, he also did Bruce Almighty and then Evan Almighty. Yes, this
2: is comedy genius. We're in the we're we're looking at the formation of,
0: <laughs> and then uh. Cowboys and Aliens, and then we get Kung Pao. And some worse. Well, <laughs> Cowboys and Aliens.
1: I love me some Harrison Ford, but Lord Jesus, I don't know. <laughs> that one, not Daniel Craig. Not, not the best. <laughs> not the best. And he made Barnyard, which I, one of the things I saw on Reddit was Barnyard was trash. <laughs> 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 He's also made like, it went... When I, let's talk about the thumb situation he's made the, go, the god thumb which was a short franken thumb the blair thumb
3: <laughs>
1: bat thumb and thumb wars
0: oh. <laughs> and thumbtanic you did, oh you did not say thumb war's entire title it is them wars the (laughs) phantom cuticle
1: (laughs) he also wrote another movie that we're probably going to do at some well a few movies we'll probably do because they're in our time period patch adams with Mm -hmm. robin williams nothing to lose with martin lawrence then the nutty professor with Eddie eddie murphy and he used to be a writer on in living color
2: so what we're hearing is this man is a comic genius
1: he Clearly. it's hit or miss for me personally he <laughs> is a com- he's genius. a comedy genius to a very specific audience and sometimes <laughs> those movies go <laughs> worldwide that's i don't know what else to say um, so now that we've dived into steve let's there get into go. our ratings rewinds
0: so you know the drill before we get into the movie we'll reveal the rating our y2k versions of ourselves we give then at the end we'll see if our current selves agree with our initial rating our scale consists of would buy it would buy it again the best would play on repeat five day rental would watch again two day rental eh, nothing to write home about and same day rental
1: it's an incinerator trash heap. <laughs> Gabage. It's glad
0: like cow dry. Glad owned
1: garbage.
2: So it's Wimblow sucks.
1: It's New Jersey, y'all.
2: Oh, oh, okay. I'm leaving. I'm leaving. Right now. <laughs> this is not, this is unacceptable. This is not All acceptable. right. I
1: had to, I Blinda. had I had to throw that in there. All right, Andrew. You could have
2: said it was Staten Island. That would have been fair.
1: That's, you know what? You're right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let's come to a, a, an agreement. We can all hate <laughs> Staten Island. Yes. We definitely can. Andrew, we'll start with you.
2: Yeah, here's a funny thing about this. I don't think I saw this movie in theaters. I don't know actually how I was made aware of this movie, but <laughs> when I was made aware of this movie, I loved it. And I, <laughs> and I love it to this day although I will say I would uh, give it a would buy it again right now for my, my old Andrew right now, for
1: sure. it's a never seen for me so Y2K Danielle only remembers the cover box for this movie now the problem I had when we when I had to watch this movie for this episode obviously is I kept I, I pulled my remote up I did the voice activation and I said Kung Fu hustle, please. Because my brain that said different
3: movie.
1: My brain said we would prefer to watch this. <laughs> and then you I was like. <laughs> and then I was like, oh, 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 my bad. Kung Pao. Kung Pao. So never I've never seen this movie. I heard about it because Andrew has been tormenting me about it even before we were doing this podcast so yeah Jackie
0: 21 years (laughs) 21 years I avoided this movie and every time I shelved it at Blockbuster I was like who's watching this (laughs) me 21 years later it's me
2: it finds you it finds you
0: (laughs) (laughs) oh
1: boy
2: can't escape it like a tiny net
1: interestingly (laughs) 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 interestingly enough this movie had a 10 million dollar budget
0: and made 17 million dollars I will smash (laughs) I will say aside okay them adding him into the old movie looked great Yeah. All the other shit (laughs) was terrible. And I don't know if it was terrible on purpose. It was. Or if it's just 2002 CGI cow. I
1: think it's a combination effort. I'm going to read some quotes, but... I I, There's a really good medium article on this movie that gets like real deep and just philosophical about this movie that actually gave me a different perspective before I came on here to just drag the shit out of this movie. But let me get into the quotes. So Kung Pao is the kind of movie that's critic proof simply because it aims so low. Edward <laughs> That's a non-review. Edward Guthman, San Francisco Chronicle. The movie also <laughs> was nominated for the worst picture and tied with The Master of Disguise for most painfully unfunny comedy at the 2002 Stinker's
0: Bad Movie Awards. <laughs> Number one, I didn't know that existed. I (laughs) knew of the Razzies. And number two, Danielle, we're going to have to do the Master of Disguise.
3: I know. (laughs) Turtle,
0: turtle, turtle. (laughs) Turtle. I'm not ready.
1: This
2: movie is much better than the Master.
1: Funny enough, Steve envisioned that this movie would actually be a trilogy. And there's actually a teaser in this movie at the end that Hints to a sequel. He went on a live stream in March of 2020, and he stated that while his original plan was for there to be a Kung Pao trilogy, discussions to make a sequel with 20th Century Studios have not worked out. He also stated that he thought of making a spiritual successor to the film using spaghetti westerns and or sword and sandal films. When I read this medium article, the thing that despite everything that is very clear about this movie is that Steve odekirk loves loves kung fu movies. He loves them, he respects them, he grew up on them like this this project was his like his soul project a hundred percent you know yes he's had a lot of success in writing and he could have kept doing this but he's always wanted to make a martial arts film and he his dream was to be a star in a martial arts film growing up for me my mother was really obsessed with a lot of these movies as well as spaghetti westerns and musicals out of those three categories I only like one of them and it's musicals. The rest, I would I re- even remember as a young kid just being like, I really hate all of this. <laughs> and I would, I wish that this would go away because these white men in in on the cowboy situations wasn't feeling that. And even as a child, the dubbing of the martial arts <laughs> movies, I was like, what's happening? Except I do very much like a lot of the Bruce Lee movies. I, I do remember liking those. But watching this, I was like, I could tell that this man obsessed. This is what he grew up on. And at times I felt like maybe it was a little racist, but I think also he did it on purpose to show a lot of these these movies were coming straight from Asian cinema and we were dubbing them and putting a white savior, white lead in in it. Like Godzilla, for example, came from an actual Japanese movie and we were remastering them, remixing them and making them so that they could be Americanized and really taking a lot of the cultural context out of these movies. And so I think that's why he put himself in the movie and he did all of these things because it's very much what was happening at that time. But also those movies were not getting the critical acclaim that they deserved. They were they're quality, really good movies when you don't take them and, and remix them in the context like this is cultural, a cultural phenomenon for for us. And we didn't just uh, like watch them as is. And I think him doing it this way makes us kind of look at it in that way. But people are dumb, and I don't think they realize that. So I don't, I think it went over a lot of people's heads. And that's all I got for a long time,
2: even into the 90s with uh, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. Yeah. Yeah. I watched those original Mighty Morphin Power Rangers in the original Japanese versions, they are scary compared to the American versions. Like, people getting turned to stone, and kids watching their mothers getting smashed by Rita in front of them. It's like, this (laughs) is on children's
3: TV.
1: (laughs) Same same with the original Spider-Man TV show, when they, I I think they made an American version, and they took a lot of the Japanese version and remixed a lot of it.
3: He was doing
2: more stunts, that's why. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he was doing cool stuff.
1: So it's, it's an entire genre. And I guess him making this movie makes everyday people who probably weren't even exposed to it or were exposed to it an opportunity to like take a look at it. And because he did this movie, he took a movie that might've been lost and remastered it completely, which costs thousands of dollars to do. And so now, even though he... He had to remaster the movie itself first before he could actually put himself in it so he's preserved this this classic movie that maybe nobody else would have saw. So, I do have to tip my hat to that. The rest of it, well,
0: shall we begin? Yeah. So there's a baby in a hut. It has an amulet. <laughs>
2: the
0: baby is the chosen one he is the chosen one the the guy behind you with the back hairline master uh, pain he he comes in and like kills the whole family um Mm. and then this is when i call danielle's because the first line (laughs) of the movie is it sounded like master p what do we do with it and then he says open the mouth
2: Open the mouth
0: like that, and I was like, "I don't think I can do this." <laughs> it's fucking the plot of Harry Potter. Think about it. Think about it. Voldemort comes
1: to kill the baby, who's the chosen one.
3: Yeah,
1: and, and the, baby the
0: baby survives. But this baby did back. not just <laughs> repel based uh, repellers based on love. This baby gets out of its bassinet. <laughs> And starts kicking Master Peen's yeah. ass. Yeah. He's doing time. flippies.
1: <laughs> I would say this baby is a combination of like early Chucky movies. Also the baby from Ally McBeal that yes! did the, mm-hmm. the dance. The Uga Shaka baby. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I would also say the CGI is on par with the weirdness of the Twilight Baby. I was
0: thinking that too Renesmee.
2: <laughs> At least the baby's in the dark so it's not so
3: ugly as Renesmee.
0: <laughs> and like eventually oh and then Master Pain has what I refer to as hand swords? Question <laughs> mark?
2: Iron claws.
0: <laughs> yeah, they hurt like crap man. <laughs> So he pulls those out and is whipping them around. And then the baby baby is hiding and then it's peeing on Master Pain. And then he gets a brilliant idea. He's gonna lock the baby in and just burn the house down.
2: He's tired of that baby shit. <laughs> <laughs>
0: the baby said, no, no, not today, Master Pain. So he cuts the I guess
1: he cuts the baby's diaper off and that's why he pisses all over him but then the next scene when he burns the house down yeah that baby wrapped and swaddled and I was like baby you could swaddle yourself (laughs) I don't know Mm -hmm. why that surprises me out of all the things that I just saw this baby do like He hid under the bed but had his feet sticking out on purpose. As a ruse. ruse. Mm -hmm. Mm
3: -hmm. Also,
1: question. Later on, like the baby like kept his bloodied shoes, like his his booties. His booties that has the blood of his family in it on it. Yeah. And what happens? After he swaddles himself, he rolls out of the house and then Down the
2: biggest hill ever, (laughs) covered in rocks.
1: It it looks like a straight Cabbage Patch doll, by the way.
0: Like they just threw a Cabbage Patch doll down a hill like five times and cut it together. So it was like one continuous fall. Like, I know it was fake, but I was like, there's no way a baby could survive me <laughs> it's the chosen one did you? i just want to say this is the least amount of notes i've ever taken on a movie it's three pages and we have just finished the first page describing the baby
1: <laughs> also when the baby is rolled this role is ridiculous right there's rocks there's all sorts of stuff then the baby rolls up on the pers- on a person. So I'm thinking, oh, like this is how the origin story is going to start. This person the has we the baby by,
2: happens to discover right. this baby.
1: The farmer picks up the baby, says, Oh, and then <laughs> throws the baby
0: down another hill. You know, You literally- had to live with the rats. What are you, the rats? Wait, and something we-
1: else. it's literally the TikTok where it says, fuck you and fuck them kids that's literally what it was like and as he's rolling you hear a voiceover that he
0: was raised by the rats and the creatures of the of the
3: the desert desert
0: yeah Mm -hmm. oh and while the baby is rolling down this never-ending hill a booty goes this way a booty goes that way so how did he get the booties back right I don't know
1: maybe Spencer. his little fairy friends went and collected it for him yeah, maybe. probably and after the, that that part of the movie <laughs> was the most coherent part of this movie yeah
0: that's <laughs> very very I, I know very little about the next <laughs> all
2: yeah, the, the next part is that you know now we see him as a grown up and the chosen one is facing many challenges and fighting off many enemies coming to fight his way and he's demonstrating all his power to them. You know, how he can flip in the air and he can kick people and he can punch a man and have one solid chunk come out.
1: Right, you know, wait. It's a
2: stomach plug, man. Like that's <laughs> cartilage and bone. I don't even think that's possible.
1: One key part we have missed is yeah. that the chosen one's special powers or how yes. we know he's chosen. We kind of talked about it when they said, when Master Pain said, open your mouth, his mouth. He has, <laughs>
0: he has another I, face living on the tip. Has a
2: tongue.
0: Right, I don't no. care for it. <laughs> it is
1: so weird, but also hilarious because when you look at filters that we have now on TikTok, yes, it's like that. So it was ahead of, of its time.
2: I want one now. <laughs>
1: it is just. Insane.
2: That should be the picture for the show. We just all stick out our tongues and put a face on it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> At the end, we'll all stick out our tongues and then we'll all make a face. And so then Danielle can superimpose. Them. There we go. That like a plan. So, in, in one particular fight, it is just like a line of like 50 dudes. And there's lots of zooming in faces as there's just like whoa noises happening. And then he decides he needs help. So his he, he has a dog who he just calls dog. The dog leads him to this hole and he's like, Aha gopher chucks tears a piece of cloth, has the a gopher bite onto each end and makes numchucks out of he does. Ask the gophers for help. Permission. Though. He doesn't <laughs> just say go. Like
1: he says, "Yo, yo." Like, I, I mean, need consent to... is is. I need consent is
3: key. Yeah, consent need, is key.
0: I need you to make me a weapon.
2: <laughs> this movie was ahead of its time. Consent is key.
0: <laughs> and as he's fighting all of these men, all of a sudden, so. You ever take black <laughs> olives and stick them on your fingers? That's what he does, but with the eyeballs of all of yeah. these men. The way
1: it's that many. these men are lined up, though, is very, it feels very much like a Power Rangers movie. Yes. Or TV, like when they have because there is one one guy in, I the only thing I could describe it as is when a fencing mask. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> i just
0: <laughs> Why?
2: He's the leader. He's got the the fancy uniform. He's not wearing the bikini like the one lady in the line.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, and I guess he couldn't get his eyeballs plucked out because he's wearing protective eye gear. Can't get his eyeballs plucked out. <laughs> yeah. Also, so does
1: Master P- these triangle things that Master Pain has? Do they like yes. give? They're like embedded in his chest. Do they? Make him powerful or something?
2: They seem to make him much harder to hurt, yeah. Yeah. Like, give him some strength.
0: Yeah. Okay. From the evil council. Yes. (laughs) And they're really hard to remove as we find They're very hard to
2: remove, yeah.
0: Later. (laughs) A simple coin underneath for leverage will not do.
2: No. (laughs) Leaves you vulnerable and exposed.
0: So we have now the Chosen One is going to Crane School. Mm Mm-hmm. And this is the first we see, I believe, of the old film that he has inserted himself into. When it's happening, I'm like, okay,
1: crane school. And so I'm watching because I had I, I purposely didn't look up any notes to know any of this stuff. So I'm like, oh, wow, they did a really good job making it seem like an old movie, right? <laughs> and then I'm like wait a minute I think this is legit an old movie and he just put himself in it That's and then it I spent a lot of time trying to figure out who's actually in the old movie and who is you know like yeah. an actor he's added mm-hmm. and they do the the fun the funny dubbing where people are talking and,
2: and it comes in late yeah <laughs>
1: Let's do an example. I will move my lips and then Andrew you <laughs> throw some some words.
2: Mm-hmm. I love this movie. It's great. I mean it's a masterpiece. Far better than uh, I don't know,
3: Titanic.
0: The- <laughs>
3: <laughs> there you go, like that.
0: Excellent job. So imagine that, but Oda Kirk voiced every single I, voice I himself. Know
3: except uh,
0: for the character of woe who was voiced by her actress jennifer tongue
2: i did not know that about the other ones
3: <laughs> it,
2: it, it makes just, me love it even more honestly
1: <laughs> it, it feels like what cartoon network at night what was the base oh. to coast yeah it felt something like no the other one that seth green It felt robot chicken-like at times Mm -hmm. when the voices were happening. And there's a character that gets really mad that they find out that he is the chosen one. And they're like, we trained him to be an idiot on purpose. Like, he's constantly trying to, like, fight with him.
2: blow, (laughs) We trained him wrong as a joke.
0: (laughs) It's so... (laughs) Oh it's so stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Wimblow,
2: Ling and Master Tang. Yeah.
0: Yeah, so we we meet Ling. She has very nice little curly cues on her her face part of her hairstyle. And there's kind of a love thing happening, but it's also poorly dubbed, so who knows. I don't know.
1: I at first She's I was think... very
3: sure.
0: <laughs> oh. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no so the master says that she's very shy but she'll warm up and so she's flashing which of course is superimposed somebody else like pretending that she just keeps opening her shirt but I do like that like it's like a little a tinge of sexualization but like not a lot you know like, it's yeah. not the worst. I It could have been way worse. I, I thought I was going to see a bunch of tits in this for sure. Yeah. Well, we'll
0: We're not there. We to <laughs> we'll wait.
1: You
3: didn't see a lot of tits with
0: Will. <laughs> yeah, but not bare tips. But uh, we do get a lot of mention of nipples. But racism. But male
2: nipples.
1: Racism <laughs> on that because he, like, makes fun of the nipples for being dark, dark and big. First yeah. of all, I didn't think the nipples were that big. No. Secondly, secondly, why we gotta call them dark, which centers, you know, white boobs being normal.
0: Just had to put that out there because I was like, hold on.
2: Maybe Wimblow's nipples are different from everybody else's. I don't know. I didn't I didn't expect the, the rest he of the He compares them to, to
0: milk duds to during the intermission.
1: Yes. <laughs> He mentions it, like, at least two or three times. Yeah. So I was like, hold They're
2: on. They're trying now. to sell candy, though. So,
1: you
0: know, <laughs> I don't My think that's, not milk that's how you get me to buy milk duds, is say they look like nipples.
2: Yeah. And you think to yourself, damn, I could go for some milk duds.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no. Absolutely not.
0: I don't and even know what the plot of this is. And then there's some is. fighting. I literally there are huge chunks where I just wrote fighting. Well, I have to like, I more. don't know so why it, it or...
2: basically is the chosen one gets to the school and he's asking for Master Tang's help because he's, you know, a well-known warrior and he wants to he needs help getting a revenge on his family. And they find out he is the chosen one. And then Master Pain relates how he learned of the chosen one, where one day his friend told him there would be a chosen one. And we see a flashback to his friend saying, There will be a chosen one. <laughs> And then he remembers <laughs> that his friend tells him it'll be significant. And we get the flashback again. He's, it will be significant. And then he remembers that his friend killed the dog. And then we see his friend farting and hearing a dog die in yes. the background. But uh, yeah, <laughs> so we, we get all that with Master pain even though he's a very sick man who well,
1: Master, likes to play like a Mas- drum. Master Doe? Because Master Payne is right. a guy. Master
2: Tang. I'm sorry, you're right. Master Tang. Master Tang.
1: Is it Master Tang?
2: It is Master Tang, I believe.
1: He he coughs a lot. Yeah, he's.
3: he's
2: I got, thought it he's was Ma- a
1: Okay, Master Tang. Okay, there's yeah. so many masters. There's literally Master Tang, Master Doe, Master Pain, Young. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's it. Most of them good names <laughs> after that. We just minias. gotta care about those. <laughs> that's it.
3: Mm-hmm. <laughs> just there. But
2: yeah. After he introduces, and everybody's good, then we find out Master Pain has arrived in town. And he's beating up people to find the chosen one.
1: All I thought about what I heard Master Pain was Master P, and then mm-hmm. in my head, the whole movie was make them say ah na 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 na. That's all well, I kept
0: hearing in my head, which actually made the movie much better. <laughs> <laughs> There are some musical choices in this that are
1: uh, jarring
0: because you're not expecting <laughs> to hear Baby Got Back in I mean, this weird ass. Yeah, uh, he's he's his own style.
1: Yeah. Uh, also, we get some MC Hammer. Can't touch yes. this. Yes, yeah. we
0: do. So yeah. Yeah. Master mm-hmm. Pain decides he doesn't want to go by Master Pain anymore. He goes by Betty. Black this, Betty. This fucking long con, the entire movie, just to be able to play Black Betty when he fights him. <laughs> I was like...
3: i jumping really?
2: over so much stuff, though. So much content. <laughs>
0: <I> <laughs> well, yeah, we'll, we'll go back to it. But I was just the like, guess. this did not pay off for me. <laughs> I'm more annoyed than anything. I was i he was committed i do
1: like that he had you his
2: call me betty. <laughs>
1: i thought it was saying petty until i saw his boxers with it with it sewn in that said betty
2: i missed that like, i've never seen that yeah
1: that. when they're fighting and he pulls his pants down because somehow they're flying mm-hmm. in air.
0: um uh, so he has, get punk he has Dairy has Boxers with his name on them? Yeah, he's got <laughs> boxers that say Betty on it. <laughs> I watched this with the captions on because I'm like, I just can't. <laughs> <laughs> Which, we'll get to a scene later. Glad I had the captions on. So then the chosen one is beat with sticks. And then well, they no, all you got pile on you, him.
2: Yeah, you mm-hmm. gotta go, yeah, when they're playing Baby Got Back, Master Pain is showing off his special skill. Which is that he could be beaten with sticks and not feel anything, even to the crotch, which they make good point to show, you know.
1: Which is why. Of, Steve, why he got- <laughs> this is why Steve picked this movie to remaster or whatever, because he remembers just the fact that there's this guy who keeps getting hit in the balls over and over again and does not make, flinch, or make a move. So he was like. It is desperate. a
3: special skill.
1: That's the movie for me. Yeah,
2: (laughs) and the chosen one finds out quickly. He does not possess the special skill.
0: (laughs) So he wakes up a little while later because he's been (laughs) uh, had the shit beat out of him. Is this the scene where they like
1: keep hitting him with sticks? Yes. (laughs)
2: Like climb on top.
3: Free myself.
1: They and there was one guy with a bamboo stick, not just like hitting him, but legit stabbing him. It looked like he was in the ground at one point.
2: Yeah. And his buddy's like, "Hold on, let's think about this." And he's like, "All right, forget <laughs>
1: it."
0: And then when he wakes up from his beating, there stands Woe. Whoa. Woe has one boob, and I don't understand why. Jackie takes me. Why does she have a uniboo?
2: Don't know. Can't explain that one.
0: I I kept looking at it to try to figure out how did they do this thing? <laughs> did they like separate them and tape them down and then do one boob in the middle? Did they smush them together to form one uniboob?
3: I, I, mean, I
2: feel like one is harder than three, so it's an accomplishment. Yeah, uh, I agree. On a ten million dollar budget. <laughs> Yeah, they have a quick fight. They test each other's skill and she realizes he has a special gift as they fight with tongues.
1: Well, she tells him he's not ready to fight Master Payne, a.k.a. Betty. And I just like how she just keeps saying, you're not
0: ready. You're not ready. <laughs> and avoid the meadow. Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> avoid the meadow. That's avoid where his like, guardian is.
0: And then we get the next scene where they sing a little ditty about tox- Taco Bell product placement
3: <laughs>
2: Taco Bell, Taco Bell product placement for Taco Bell Enchorito,
3: macho burrito
0: <laughs> which this you is when I paused it. and took a picture of the captions and sent it to my family because we are obsessed with the <laughs> Enchirito they brought there it back you know. in November for like two weeks my sister ended up buying like five and freezing them she just wow. finished the last of them and so french rito get a shout out like this movie just like inched a, a tiny bit higher up <laughs> <off> for me
1: <laughs> and that's all i thought when i saw this part was oh here's a part jackie might actually enjoy <laughs>
0: I will probably learn that little Taco mm. Bell ditty. And next time I go to Taco Bell. I mean, it Bell, seems just...
2: like the perfect thing for your right?
0: family no. <laughs> Jesus. Our little Taco Bell theme song, get us hyped up. Okay. So then we get, can't touch this. <laughs> Which was the part that I liked because
1: we all know I love me some hammer. All day, every day.
0: And master then Ten
2: had come to our master Tan came to kick some ass,
0: and now he's walking. Where is he going? He approaches the meadow. I don't know where he's going, but he he happens upon the meadow, and he remembers her warning of avoid the meadow. Does not listen, and then I wrote, "Fuck!" There's a cow because <laughs> I just this scene makes
1: no sense it's like the whole point is to make utter jokes to have milk just shooting out at him for no reason and to do um, a matrix move to do the matrix move um i want to say that that when the milk is shooting out him at when it freezes it looks more like some other (laughs) stuff some From mid, like a
0: bull instead of a, a yeah. cow.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it
0: made me highly uncomfortable. The whole thing, <laughs> he's manhandling her utter. It was, I don't, sexual and weird
1: because it's a cow. And then to, cow. but to know that dangerous. Steve made the movie Barnyard later makes me question. <laughs> I got questions. Does
0: he have a cow obsession?
1: Does he have a fetish?
0: Yeah. For animals? And this scene ends by him ferociously milking the cow. Like and that then they is, sh- is. They show a wide shot, and the cow is like suck dry and concave. <laughs> I was like, that's not how that works.
2: Kung Fu cow, different set of rules. <laughs>
0: None of
1: it made sense. That cow was like Tybo beating his ass at one she point. Was. So he, he, he gets past the cow and he goes to the top of the waterfall or something. I don't fucking know.
2: Swinging a chain. Swing in a
0: chain. <laughs> <laughs> or like we see the waterfall and the Titanic is at the bottom.
1: Yes. <laughs> i don't i don't know I, what's okay. happening who is this man he's swinging a chain
3: <laughs> it's Betty.
1: is this is this
2: doing what he loves
1: is this ling's dad this no, is ling's better.
2: dad okay one the guy who comes to stop him from fighting yeah. it's ling's dad and also master tang's friend from back in the day
0: And then this is where we find out number one, the chosen one is not ready. And number two, iron claws hurt like crap. Yes.
2: (laughs) When you girls are done kissing, I've got some ass to kick.
1: (laughs) If you are still listening to this episode, and you've never watched the movie, or you're just confused.
0: Don't worry, we are for the too. the best parts
2: on YouTube. It's great.
0: <laughs> okay, so just a quick timeout. <laughs> Remember when we did get over it, and yes. we we're like going through the movie and trying to explain it, and we're like, it feels like a fever dream, but this is what the movie is.
3: <laughs>
0: this is another one of those movies. Like we're not, we're we're not over exaggerating anything. Everything I'm saying was said in
2: the movie. I'm not making up any (laughs) lines.
0: Andrew (laughs) is just just simply quoting the movie.
1: Honestly, I really felt like when I was trying to get through this movie, I was like, "Oh, a gummy would really make height <laughs> in this experience."
0: And that's what I thought. I was like, maybe there's a certain demographic <laughs> that enjoys this because they just get high as shit before they watch it. No, I really legit
1: that
2: think it was men... never me. It was never me.
0: <laughs> no. I legit think men,
1: especially ok. Like here's the other thing, too. A, a lot of the people in our audience who are around our age, when they saw this movie, they were adolescents, maybe college. Yeah. So mm-hmm. it fits this movie. That
2: Beavis and Butthead generation, right?
1: Yeah, it fits. <laughs> I can look at like Super Troopers, like all those movies. It fits. This is way beyond <laughs> Super Troopers. Even I can laugh at Super Troopers. There's too many Homelosers, too many Tremors, but I like to watch them for Rotten Treasure.
0: Hello, I'm Kai Bobby, co-host of the Rotten Treasure podcast, where I talk with my friend Jim O'Donnell and a special guest about movie franchises that arguably went on a little longer than they should have. Hey Jim, what movies do we review? Home Alone, Home Alone 2, Lost in New York, Home Alone 3. Home Alone 4, taking back the house. Wait, wait, wait! wait. Home Jim, Alone, Jim, Jim, holiday Jim, Jim. heist. We, we were, we were few more than just Home Alone movies. Tremors, Tremors 2, aftershock. <sighs> do we have any guests? Do we have guests, Jim? Scott Campbell, Robert and Donnell from Watching It, Sarah Carter. <sighs> okay, uh, how do people find us on the internet, Jim? Follow us at Rotten underscore Treasure on Instagram at Rotten Treasure on Twitter rotten treasure on facebook you know that's enough of your list so folks if you still want to find us you can listen to us on your preferred podcast app such as spotify or apple podcasts or podbean.com google podcasts listen notes not soundcloud so i wrote should have listened to the one boob chick because she told him he wasn't ready and then the next note I have is I'm getting all wet, but they're like literally <laughs> in a waterfall, which was showing down it now. Oh, okay. That's what it was. <laughs> so and now they're they really sh- getting wet. They shot the waterfall scene in his swimming pool in his backyard. I didn't know this. Wow. This is high budget <laughs> shit right here.
1: Well, I think so much of the budget went to having to. Remaster mm-hmm. this, so they had to
0: make it work. I guess I didn't <laughs> know
2: it was a swimming pool. Hey, there you go.
0: Yeah. So then Betty takes the booties as a memento because <laughs> <laughs> he's like, "You killed my family," or you know, and he I spanked your ass
2: like... as a child. I'll spank you again.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and then, then everyone is. No, is everyone dead at this point? No, not yet. F- my father gave life for this, and then we have not mentioned. But Ling is that her name?
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Just at the end of every sentence, she goes. Wee-oo, 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 wee-oo. <laughs> I don't know why.
1: <laughs> I just part. thought of. Wait, that's not it. <laughs> what are we getting at, Danielle? I think it's a Little Wayne song, but I couldn't,
0: as I couldn't get oh, no, it This
2: is before that time, unless Little Wayne was inspired by this movie. you, know, yeah. I
0: mean, you should ask him. And, and Ling is sad, but then all of a sudden she t- says, "Take me, man meat."
2: Well, she also says before that when she's thinking about her dad, "Oh man, I'm a little horny, Betty." <laughs> <laughs> And then it has to go back and forth with wanting her, her chosen one or wanting to be just friends.
3: Who's doing this?
2: This was Ling. After her father's funeral. Who died because his wounds did not heal. Because this Master Jang is... was not taking care of her father
0: correctly. Uh. <laughs> okay. And now <laughs> the next scene. <laughs> Winnie opened with Simba and like the James Earl Jones voice and then he called himself Mushu Fasa Mushu Fasa I had a visceral reaction <laughs> to this scene and y'all I have video evidence cuz I pulled my camera footage from my family room so I'm going to show you what that visceral <laughs> reaction to this scene was and i have sent it to everyone i know i'm like i'm not telling you what movie it is but this is (laughs) my reaction to a a scene while i was watching it so (laughs) can everyone see my screen yes playing
3: from lovey's life
2: Jackie legitimately like she was not pain for a second there. And <laughs> questioning what the F.
0: Making <laughs> notes. And then I immediately pause it.
2: <laughs> he looks at a person who's not there and is like, You seeing this
0: crap? <laughs> I had no one around to share my like disdain for this movie. I wish your
2: husband had been there. That would have been great. <laughs>
0: It's like why why am I still watching and then when I paused I was like oh good 22 minutes left like we can do this Jackie hyping myself up why did it feel like it was another hour and a half before the damn movie was over <sighs> anyway so there's this weird scene about Simba and CNN and Mushu Fasa Andrew enlighten and us
2: I mean, the Chosen One is looking for guidance, and Mushu comes to guide him and help him figure out his place in the great circle of stuff <laughs> and tells him that the answer he's looking for is in the stars above. And he'll figure it out later because it's cryptic because that's how movies oh, are supposed to be.
1: Oh, we're talking the about the line above. scene. Yeah. Yes. Okay, let me tell
2: you. <laughs> what did you think we were talking about?
0: <laughs> Where were you, <laughs>
2: Mushu fossil.
0: I literally said Simba. Yeah. I know, Simba but like, I, okay. did you take that gummy? <laughs> Your eyebrows are dancing.
1: <laughs> I wish I did, because I was like, oh, I won't be coherent for recording, and I've learned my lesson from trying to do that. I associated this scene with the Chronicles of Narnia more than <laughs> wow that and great. so i was like why is aslan here That's
2: a take <laughs> he called him chill simba
1: i i i Alexa, i think i zoned out as much <laughs> as possible because my brain's like we can't fucking do this
0: <laughs> i will also say in that video i am scrolling on facebook i never play on my phone when i am watching movies for the podcast because i'm taking detailed notes i'm paying attention to everything this movie i was like i need i need to multitask to get through this like so just fyi most of the time i am very good about being present while watching these movies but this one i just couldn't normally i don't know what's happening anyways but this
1: was a whole nother level like i was like i don't i don't even know how steve to talk about is this is
2: very <laughs> prolific on twitter He's gonna listen to
3: this review
1: <laughs> i i steve boy i don't know i wasn't i wasn't in the vision
0: i will say i mean in his defense he had a base movie he had to work within the, the confines of. So yeah, it's true. Shit probably didn't make sense in 1976, and he had to make do with some of it. But a lot, like The <laughs> Cow, there's no excuse. And The Simba, there's just none. Like, why?
3: <laughs> <Everybody> <laughs>
1: so, <laughs> so, so many of my questions are just why and while i was watching i was like it's all gonna make sense when i start doing the notes it's all gonna make sense like there's going to be a reason
0: no no <laughs> no reason at all so you now- know what
1: I just think I I thought I imagined I hallucinated the lion scene. I
0: don't know why? You just took a little nappy and you dreamed about the Lion King for a few oh, minutes, yeah. and we were back. Yes. <laughs> oh, real. Yeah. And then right after that, like they close with CNN, and then like <laughs> the little Lion King vision is finished. But that's because James Earl Jones is the voice of the CNN. At, at a some, yeah. yeah, so and then it's just someone looking at wallpaper, going birdie, birdie, birdie. birdie. That was Betty, yeah.
3: She <laughs> was looking
2: at her? patterns. Birdie, birdie, birdie. Tiger.
0: That tiger. <laughs> tiger. <laughs> that part did make me laugh. <laughs> <laughs> and then just, um Betty just has to go... magic there too. Oh yeah. Makes
2: the guy's clothes change. Your clothes yes. are black,
0: <laughs> red. <laughs>
2: They switch between different
0: scenes. (laughs) And then Betty has to go on a killing spree.
2: He does. Because he finds that the chosen one is still alive.
0: Yes. So now everyone or anyone that is eating the chosen one is punishable by death. This is when we get baby got back and the tiniest net. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, but the net the net
1: happens because he's running um, towards Ling. He's running towards Ling. They have so they let Ling go so that they could follow Ling so that they could find the chosen one. And that scene where she's calling out to him to come and he seems really far and then he's running, but then when you look back again, he seems just as far as he was before. (laughs) I was dying (laughs) when that happens. And then they they like catch him with the tiniest fucking net.
0: I've ever, like
3: maybe the net. net it's
0: How like do you matter? Matter? maybe like a two by two square piece of netting. It's but
1: a scarf. Got
2: his face.
0: It's a scarf, literally the size of a scarf, and
1: he can't. He he falls to the ground. <laughs> what is the net?
2: He, he lost consciousness. It covered his face. <laughs> <laughs>
1: And when he wakes up,
0: everyone he cares about is on Death's door. But, yeah. well, he has the tiny net, he loses conscien- consciousness, and now it's intermission. Right. I was like, right. I don't need intermission. This <laughs> movie <laughs> is an hour and 20 minutes. I need
1: this movie to be products. shorter. I
0: think they did the intermission
1: because there was, like, a whole scene that was ended up being cut. So it was just like this weird thing they ended up just doing, but
3: <laughs> Mr. Tang
1: has
2: some yellow liquid for your popcorn. It's and it's not dairy pro- <laughs>
0: yeah. and, the, and the nipple milk duds.
3: Yeah. My nipples
0: look like milk duds. <laughs> oh, and now we're back. And, and now Ling is dying. The dog is dying. The master is dead. And dying. then I wrote no one is dead because the dog pops up. Ling <laughs> is just laying there like she's she's laying in the forest. Well, Can we talk? That? Ling is not lit So like
1: obviously the character Ling is from the old movie but they do this thing where they bring a completely different actress to pretend that Ling is dead.
3: Yeah.
1: And I'm just like what? what?
0: And then we get the line, killing is bad, killing is wrong, and then we get the term badong.
2: Killing is badong. (laughs) Bad and wrong. It's badong.
1: I do like that Master Tang. Tang? Yeah, he's like, just because I... (laughs) just kind of turn my head and went, oh, doesn't mean I'm dead. <laughs> and then he goes, oh, and then he's dead. He's the only one who dies. Yes. But we've...
2: No, no, Wimplow dies.
1: Wind I, think in the end,
2: I think in the end, they're all alive except for Wimplow.
1: Is that who dies? Is Wimplow? Yes. Because okay, he's so... like, hey,
2: everyone's alive. And then he runs back to Wimplow. And all you hear is the sound of flies. And he flies, goes,
1: right. Oh,
3: oh. <laughs> <laughs> and just backs up.
1: The the dog when the dog is dead, it's literally the command like "play dead," and the dog is on his back, like (laughs) it's
0: like happily moving, like (laughs) and they've just put some like red food coloring along his mouth. So in the next scene, the chosen one realizes that the pyramid caps, oh, he goes to a blacksmith and asks for some pyramid Pyramid caps. caps. And and the blacksmith's like, oh yeah, right here. I already have them made for you. (laughs) Convenient. (sighs) And then we get, he realizes they're the source of Betty's power And they need to be removed. So it's this montage of him trying to remove them in all different kinds of ways. And And these wooden mannequin things. Mm
3: -hmm.
0: And it's so, okay. There's a very old Ellen stand-up where she talks about the same hand motion is toilet paper hand when you're like in a public stall and then pickle hand when you're trying to get pickles out of the jar. (laughs) So now we have pyramid hand <laughs> if you're trying to remove pyramids from Betty. So his hands from trying to remove these pyramids because they're what is it? He doesn't too, say slippery. Too smooth
2: and too, too yeah, too smooth to grab.
0: And it's so he his hands are all bloody. He goes to Ling and he's like <laughs> my hands are bloody. And she's like oh does it hurt? And he's like no. So then she squeezes lemon juice on them. <laughs> mm-hmm. And he's like, no, they're fine. And then she sprinkles salt on them. And he's like, we're Mm -hmm. good. Pour mercury mercury on them. Rub it in my hair. (laughs) (laughs) And he's like, no, we're good. And then, or actually after that, he says they feel like they're on fire. And so she's like, I'll show you hot pours lighter fluid on them, and actually lights his hands on fire. Yeah. But I guess it's like when you forge something, and it just makes his hands like steel, like they don't feel anything anymore, and they're strong enough to remove the pyramids now.
2: I mean, she yells at him in the next scene, you should be able to beat him now.
0: (laughs) But then he's like,
1: "It's like, I can't, because what if while I'm going in for the pyramid he like can like it's gonna 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 take so much right it's gonna take so much time that he's gonna there's all these ways that he could still get him
0: and she's like I don't don't give a damn you can still win now get to it (laughs) yes he, he says he's defenseless while he's removing the caps he also does say he thought she was just a sadistic psycho bitch when he she lit his hands on fire but she actually Helped him be strong enough to remove the pyramids. Is this when he calls for the critters to help him to have backup?
2: Well, after he buys some nuts.
1: Right,
0: yeah. <laughs> that's, that's a lot of nuts. nuts. <laughs> and there's just this. You want fries with that, baby? <laughs> there's this throwaway <laughs> scene of kids, and the dub over is just, "We're children. We're children. We're, We're children." children. <laughs> This movie is so
1: stupid. <laughs>
0: we suffered so you don't have to. And now we get the fight <laughs> and they're playing Black Betty. And this is when I was like, Jesus, this was a a long ass lead up for <laughs> to be able to play Black Betty in this fight scene. And so they're fighting and then the skies open up. <laughs> because not only do we have a kung fu parody now it's sci-fi <laughs> and all of these giant pyramid spaceships appear
2: like <laughs> With- Mushi Fasa said stars above oh you get it now <laughs>
1: <laughs> and the pyramid on the side of the pyramid it opens for like a speaker a sound trumpet thingy to, to mm-hmm. be able to talk oh god and they're singing in french they're
2: french right stinky bits and all baby
0: he's
1: like it's worse they're french oh
3: god
0: (laughs) and then there are more there's more fighting and then the chosen one sees black betty has his i called him black betty (laughs) sees that betty has his booties and then he he finally gets the inspiration that why aren't we using tonguey to help that's his special power (laughs) <laughs> and when I tell you, this man's tongue shoots out of his mouth like a fucking roll of bubble tape and goes and fights the pyramids, <laughs> which it doesn't even fight. it just wraps around the pyramid just and shakes them. and shakes it a little bit and like them around
2: and they retreat. So close. <laughs> to a retreat.
0: And then the chosen one is able to remove the pyramids from Betty. And a whole lot of blood shoots out.
2: Yeah, they apparently hold it in some blood. They're they're in his skin pretty well.
0: <laughs> and then he has to apologize to his squirrel friend that he has tucked in his breast pocket. <laughs> it was flattened.
1: Yeah. It was to protect
2: him from when he got punched. So,
0: yeah. Oh, my God. But never fear. No animals were harmed in the making of this movie. <laughs> the squished squirrel is placed on the ground. The peanuts are now put in the little concave handprint <laughs> that is in his back and he scurries away that was the deal <laughs> and then we see next episode mm-hmm. the pyramids are circling the eiffel tower and then these are my notes for the next episode <laughs> nipple uniboob dinosaur whole chest chain Cow with friends.
2: Yes, <laughs> and flying. But that's about it.
0: And then the last thing I wrote was, "I can't," <laughs> <laughs> and that is Kung Pao Enter the Fist. Mm-hmm. Praise Jesus! We made it, y'all. We I
2: wanted that it. sequel to come out so bad for years, and it never does. <laughs>
0: I'm good.
1: I I do appreciate the fact that Jimmy Wang Yu, the lead actor in the original movie where Odin Kirk is takes place of him in when he like does his revisions. He was actually a consultant on the film. So that's great. I also just wonder if like all these characters from this original movie
0: they get like
1: royalties. Royalties would, from it. I would think they probably do.
0: I would hope I so. Would hope so. Yeah. If
2: their deals are right, yeah. I would think so.
0: Odekirk is a longtime practitioner of martial arts. I don't think I mean, he saw it.
2: <laughs> I mean, his body was pretty fit.
0: It was. It was.
2: He was pretty fit. I didn't expect him to look that fit, but he was.
0: Is this movie racist? Uh, I felt I uncomfy know. at times.
1: There, there's layers. There's layers. I know that it's like an homage and it's comedy. I don't know. I I, I can't say 100% no. I've seen worse. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) I just, if there's any tagline for me in this movie, it's... uh,
0: I don't, I don't know. know what I watched. I don't know what the movie was about. And I don't know if this movie was racist or not. I'm not sure. Yeah.
1: Master Tang does say he likes the boy band in sync.
2: His favorite is Harpo. Is there a Harpo?
1: <laughs> no. <sighs>
2: he also has that scene early on where he's with the two guys Wimblow, And I guess the original actor, and he's like, I am a man of special needs. They will now bring the Long River glove. <laughs> I, you hear him slap it on and he goes, eeny, meeny, miny, mo." I wonder where my glove will go. <laughs> and they're both looking very much like they're sweating bullets. So, <laughs> like,
1: okay. <laughs> yeah, this movie was initially supposed to be a cartoon, an animation, and they changed their mind. My God. I don't. What a choice
3: to be made.
1: I don't even know which one would have been. <sighs> I Anywho, feel like that would have been a mistake. Oh, the cow fight scene is inspired by the television commercial for Swiss Milk Producers Association in two thousand. Interesting. You okay. <laughs> okay.
2: So what did you guys think?
1: (laughs) Well, Andrew, why don't you tell everyone where they can (laughs) engage with your wonderful social media uh, platforms?
2: I mean, I'm mostly on Twitter. You can find me at AGMcdonald, M-C-Z-O-N-A-L-D, on there, or at Rapture Press, just as it sounds, Rapture Press on Twitter as well. And obviously your podcast, my podcast, and others we work with are found at rapturepress.com.
1: And for more on that, make sure, if you haven't already, go back and listen to our trailer episode with Andrew, and we get to know Andrew a little bit better, and again, know more about our various podcasts on the Rapture Press Network. And as always, you can follow us at No More Late Fees on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, Twitter, and YouTube. And Andrew, what is your present day rating of this oh. interesting movie?
2: Well, let's see. Let's see. I do own it, but I would say probably five day. I don't think I'm as immature as I was in the past, where it would have been a most definitely buy it now, and get it now. So five days, still highly recommended.
1: Right, right. Okay, still <laughs> doubling down. For me, I don't know what this was. <laughs> I I can't, I can't even say like, oh, I hate it because I just <laughs> don't know what it is. And I don't think rewatching it's going to make it any better. It's a one day. It's a same day rental for me. There's no... Why don't we agree the-
2: that let's give it a month and then you can choose if you find yourself quoting Ling, you know, you, you, you somewhere randomly not. you're just going.
1: I will not. Or
2: you find yourself singing the Taco Bell song, Jackie, <laughs> and there you go, you know, you, you bump it up a notch.
1: <laughs> I hope my brain does what my brain does best and forgets this movie
2: existed. Oh, you can't forget Master Pain. Can't forget Betty.
0: <laughs> I can, Jackie. <laughs> uh, I. <laughs> I want to make Ken sit through it. Yes, um, I want to know. But that will be under duress on my part. <laughs> and the only fun part of that for me will be watching his reaction to this movie. Other than that, same day rental. No, I'm good.
3: That's fair.
0: I, I, I And I don't think another 21 years is going to make <laughs> me want to watch it again. It's so... like a comet.
1: It's going to sound better. in 21 years. hmm i do want to say i know a lot of people like this movie i am not trying to yuck on anyone's yum if you love it then love it that's fine
2: if I, you love I, it you know where to find me now we can talk we'll go back and we'll talk about it right now
1: <laughs> yeah talk to andrew but don't don't talk to us i i am like mentally trying to think how am I even going to market this on social media? Like, I don't even know what kind of content I'm going to be able to put together for this.
0: You'll find something you always do.
2: <laughs> it's every year now on March 24th, we'll have to remember that this will be the anniversary when we all watch Kung Pao and we'll just have it come back around. It'll be evergreen content. You know, my content. biggest hope is that Ken loves it. That's my biggest hope. He watches no. it and he's just like,
1: "This is no. amazing." I, I, you know what? I would be surprised if he did. Ken, I would say Ken and I align pretty, pretty closely with movies.
2: And he's the one in four. Uh, he's the one in four
0: com sci fi. I don't know how a he's going to all that. It's I know he's going to have aliens, a lot of.
1: It's got romance. He's going to have a lot of questions. <laughs>
0: Oh, Jesus. I have to answer questions. When he sits down, be like, <laughs> you will have questions and I have zero answers for
2: you. You've got so many answers now. It's just waiting there. You're gonna, he's going to ask a thing and you're gonna be like, I know this.
0: <laughs>
3: <laughs> you're going to be ready to go. Uh,
0: well, if you have suggestions on how Danielle can market this on social media... <laughs> Or if you really, really love kung pao and you would like to declare your love on the podcast, <laughs> hit us up at our quick drop nine zero nine six zero one NMLF 909-601-6653, Tweet us at the twitters. Leave a message on our Anchor FM account. Sam, just call in. Leave us quotes <laughs> because we miss you. Oh, go tell
3: him to leave quotes.
2: I'm going to have him call.
0: Give we them did. We did get some more tweets.
1: <laughs> oh, an um, update! Jesus, Daniel, Daniel Wickwire. I I don't even anywho. Daniel Wickwire says the ridiculousness is glorious. Totally eighties, nineties recall podcast says it's awesome. Ebony says, "Oh my god, such a good movie." <laughs>
0: I don't understand. I don't either. Maybe <laughs> it's just us.
2: I'm gonna find this tweet. I'm gonna retweet this hard and fast and everywhere. I'm gonna get this gotta keep I this feel, going.
0: I feel like I'm on crazy pills. <laughs> <laughs>
2: it's gonna be the best episode ever. We're gonna we're gonna, just, we're gonna ride this the superstar.
1: You <laughs> just I just don't I just don't know. But I'm glad you guys love loving I'm
2: just gonna be loving it. I don't know.
1: Say that again? <laughs>
2: I just hope it breaks your TikTok record or something. I'm just gonna love it.
1: <laughs> I can just imagine me doing a TikTok video and say, "So this movie came out in 2002." That's
0: it. That's the, that's, <laughs> that's that's the TikTok.
2: It's probably the first time you get me to stitch something, and I'm just gonna be like, "No, I gotta, I gotta add to
3: this. I gotta add."
0: Maybe that's the, maybe that's it, Danielle. Just do something very general and blanket. Mm-hmm. And then, like, stitch this with <laughs> your honest opinion of Kung Pao. There
3: you go. There you go.
0: Well, I have a question for all of you guys. I'm in, like,
1: two sentences or less. Describe this boobie.
2: What do you get when you mix a bungee cord with an owl?
1: <laughs> yeah. Not a quote, an actual. My uh, (laughs) 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 ass.
2: We didn't mention that the whole time. We have to mention it.
0: (laughs) He's so proud of himself. Yeah, I really am. I don't even. I I think uh, uh, (laughs) that. Kung Fu parody. I don't know. Like, I don't know. I think it'll just be I don't know.
1: <laughs> Harry Potter. I love it so much. I love it so much. <laughs> Harry Potter versus Voldemort, With the Kung Fu twist. That will leave you guessing.
2: On a tenth of the budget. <laughs>
0: That will leave you questioning everything. (laughs) (laughs) And Steve, if you're listening,
1: hey,
2: I do interviews. Let's talk.
1: Yeah, we we've got a lot of questions.
0: We do. Come on the
2: show. Let's all go for it.
0: And I will say, like this, uh, in the end credits, it shows them shooting some of the scenes. And it's highly impressive how he was able to integrate himself so well using a green screen and integrating background characters and things like that to make it have this modern twist. Very impressive. So there are good things about this movie. (laughs) The production quality. The rest, I just don't, I don't understand. (laughs)
1: right and that's okay not everything's meant for us and that's fine but you know if we introduced you to a new movie that you're gonna love then great if this but you know piques your curiosity go ahead and check it out yeah see what it's about job is done and thank you guys so much for supporting us and joining us this is the last episode of our Second season. I can't believe we've been doing this for two seasons. Next week we launch our third season, and we're doing something new that we've never. Well, if it's new, we've never done it before. Jackie and I are hardcore Veronica Mars fans, and we are going to be tackling a TV show for the first time. We're going to do it in one episode. We're just going to fangirl girl the hell out of this show that we love so much. So. If you're down, join us. If you've never watched Veronica Mars, no worries. You'll still laugh with us as usual. And again, we could not do this without all of you guys. So thank you so much. And Andrew, we love you. Thank you for joining Thanks, us. Thank you. thank you for having me on. <laughs> and maybe Even next- Even if it was torture. It was fucking torture. <laughs> we will have you back on because we love you. But
0: Jesus, don't- <laughs> I don't know. if I'll, we can I'll let you me.
2: give me some suggestions.
0: <laughs> we need a palate cleanser after this for sure. <laughs> and as always, be kind and rewind.